0: Hello everyone, in this class we will try to learn about gastric motility. The objectives would be name the gastric motilities, appreciate the difference in motility in proximal part and distal part of the stomach, correlate functional modification in stomach wall to carry out gastric motor functions, understand the importance of innervation of stomach, elucidate the electrophysiological gastric smooth muscles outline the types of gastric relaxation and their importance, describe mechanism and regulation of gastric emptying, comprehend the electrophysiology of gastric contraction with gastro with gastric motor dysfunction to learn the mechanism of omitting. Stomach is divided into two parts the proximal part which acts as a reservoir and the distal part which acts as a pump. The proximal stomach for its property of receptive relaxation uh, receives and stores food and uh, its tonic contraction pushes the food for, towards the antrum the distal part for its property of uh, phasic contraction mixes grinds and breaks down the food into smaller particles and regulates gastric emptying of food into small intestine through gastro junctions the major objectives of gastric mot- motility are to allow the stomach to act as a reservoir for storage of large amount of food or of a single meal and to convert it to uh, kind and allow gastric contents to enter the duodenum at slow but controlled rate. See the stomach, it has a proximal part, it consists mainly uh, the fundus, the major part of the body of the stomach The proximal part of the stomach accommodates large volume, as large as 2-4 to litres, without much increase in the intragastric pressure. This becomes possible due to the phenomenon of receptive relaxation. The contractile ability of fundus and uh, body of stomach is normally poor. Therefore, food in the fundus and body remains relatively unmixed for longer duration. Thus, proximal stomach serves mainly as a reservoir of food. So this is the proximal part of the stomach which, which exhibits stony contraction and relaxation and this is the distal part of the stomach which helps in grinding, mixing and controlled emptying uh, of the food. Okay, So it exhibits phasic contraction which is called as antral pump. The distal stomach con- consists of mainly the antrum. The antrum physiologically acts as a mechanical pump which propels f- uh, food towards the pylorus and helps in grinding and mixing of food. The anter contraction break foodstuffs into smaller particles and mix food thoroughly with the gastric juice that help in partial digestion of food. Pyloric sphincter remains partially closed and does not allow easy entry of gastric contents into duodenum. However, vigorous contraction of gastric antrum help gastric content enter into the duodenum. At slow but controlled rate. After grinding and mixing of food with the gastric juice, the gastric content is now called kine. See the structure of the stomach wall. Uh, all the general com- uh, components of the wall are uh, present. However, the circular muscle layer of the muscularis is more prominent than longitudinal layer. In general, muscularis externa in fundus and body is thin and antrum and pylorus is considerably thick. The thickness of the muscularis externa increases from body towards pylorus. The highly developed muscle coat helps the antrum uh, to work as an effective pump. So this is uh, showing the different layers of the stomach wall, uh, fundus, body of the stomach, antrum of the stomach Note that the muscularis externa uh, is more developed in the antrum than uh, in the fundus. The junction between stomach and duodenum is called as gastro-duodenal junction. The pylorus separates antrum and duodenum. There is a sphincter in pylorus consisting of a ring-like thickening. Circular muscle fibers is known as pyloric sphincter. Uh, so this. Uh, allows the gastric content to enter uh, into the duodenum at a slow and controlled rate, the rate at which du- duodenum is capable of processing the content, and to prevent regurgitation of duodenal contents back into stomach. Gastroduodenal mucosite is relatively resistant to bile acids, but sensitive to gastric acid. In incompetent pyloric sphincter, regulation of duodenal content that is containing bile acids into stomach usually results in gastric ulcer. On the other hand, rapid em- emptying of gastric contents containing acidic chyme into duodenum promptly causes duodenal ulcer. Normally, as soon as acidic chyme of, from the stomach enters the duodenum, the acidic pH stimulates release of secretin from S cell of duodenum in upper jejunum. Secretin stimulates pancreatic secretion rich in water and bicarbonate. Therefore, immediately acidic chyme is neutralized by aqueous component of pancreatic juice. However. When gastric emptying faster uh, or secretion of pancreatic juice is less, the possibility of duodenal ulcer is more. Moreover, the content is in the part of the duodenum above the sphincter of Oddi, uh, not get well mixed with the pancreatic secretion. Neural control of the pyloric part. The pylosis is richly innervated by parasympathetic and sympathetic fibers. Normally, sympathetic stimulation causes constriction of the pyloric sphincter and activation of uh, parasympathetic uh, has a both stimulation and inhibiting, inhibiting effects. Simultary effects are mediated by cholinergic vagal fibers. Stimulatory uh, effects are mediated by the cholinergic vagal fibers. Inhibitory effects are mediated by vagal fibers that release VIP or nitric oxide. Constriction of the pyloric sphincter also occurs in response to hormones like CCK, gastrin, GIP and secretin. Therefore, these hormones slow gastric emptying. Innervation of the stomach Parasympathetic innervation stimulates whereas sympathetic innervation fibers originate from celiac plexus inhibit gastric motility and secretion. Axons arising from intramural plexus innervate smooth muscles and secretory cells. Sensory fibres from stomach travel to CNS via vagal and sympathetic fibres. Some of the sensory fibres act as an afferent link between sensory receptors of gastric mucosa and intramural plexuses. Few of these afferent fibres provide information about the intragastric pressure, gastric distension, chemical composition and pH of gastric content and pain sensation originating in the stomach. All these stimuli influence gastric motility. The peristaltic wave in the stomach occurs at frequency of uh, gastric slow waves. These peristaltic waves are generated by a pacemaker zone located in the middle of the body of stomach. The frequency of peristaltic wave is about 3 per minute in human being and the waves are conducted from body towards pylorus the gastric slow wave has four phases that resemble the action potential of cardiac muscle however it does not overshoot and lasts for a longer period 10 times that of the cardiac uh, action potential the smooth muscles of stomach contract when depolarization of the slow wave exceeds the threshold for contraction The force of contraction depends on the degree, frequency and duration of depolarization. Greater the depolarization, longer the muscle cells remain uh, depolarized, That above threshold, greater the force of contraction. In the antrum of the stomach action potential spikes occur in plateau phase. The contraction that results from these action potential are stronger uh, than the contraction that occur in the absence of uh, these action potentials acetylcholine and gastrin improve gastric i mean gastric contractility by enhancing the amplitude and duration of the plateau phase of gastric slow waves norepinephrine inhibits by opposite mechanism types of gastric motility peristalsis of the stomach results in regulated gastric emptying Hunger contraction When stomach is empty, motility of the stomach increases. If the stomach is allowed to remain empty for a longer duration, the contraction becomes vigorous. These contractions are called as hunger contractions. Usually hunger contractions are distressing and painful. The antral contractions are intense in such a situation and are associated with the relaxation of pyloric sphincter Gastric relaxation Initial uh, receptive relaxation. This is relaxation of the fundus of the body of the stomach in response to achieving and swallowing of the food. Because of the receptive relaxation, intragastric pressure does not rise. The receptive relaxation is mediated by vagus nerve. Normally, gastric motility induced by vagal stimulation is mediated by cholinergic fibers. It is mediated by vagus nerve. Uh, is due to release of neurotransmitters like vip and nitric oxide That non-cholinergic fibres at it's nerve ending. So this is diagram showing the uh, receptive relaxation when the food enters uh, into the stomach. So the stomach fundus is going to dilate to relax. Adaptive and feedback relaxation. Two types of gastric relaxation adaptive and feedback. The adaptive relaxation is the relaxation of the stomach triggered by distension of the stomach. The receptive relaxation starts even before food reaches the stomach, where adaptive relaxation occurs in response to stretching of the stomach wall. This is mediated by vagovagal uh, reflex and it is meant to accommodate a greater volume of food. The feedback relaxation of stomach is a reflexive relaxation that occurs due to the presence of food. In proximal segment of small intestine, so acidic chyme and uh, fat acids in the intestine inhibit gastric motility by both hormonal and neural mechanism that cause feedback relaxation of the stomach. So this is a flowchart showing the mechanism of relaxation that is receptive, adaptive, and uh, feedback mechanism. Okay. So when there is a chewing and swallowing, okay, so they stimulate the Medulla vagal nuclei, and that leads to receptive relaxation. Where the entry of uh, food in the stomach, gastric distension, um, and then the gastric distension, the acidic chyme, and the fatty acids uh, in the intestine they cause the feedback relaxation uh, of the stomach, and even sometimes entry of uh, the food in the stomach i mean by vagovagal vagal reflex so it is going to uh, cause receptor relaxation of the stomach after about uh, half an hour following gastric filling gastric peristalsis starts the peristaltic movements are initiated by gastric slow waves the pacemaker for gastric peristalsis is located in the middle of the stomach close towards the greater curvature it starts as a ring of contraction that progresses slowly towards antrum it usually occurs at the rate of 3 per minute it helps in propelling food into antrum and mixing of food with gastric juice during this gastric peristalsis pylorus usually remains closed therefore food does not enter the duodenum rather it is uh, reticulated in the stomach recirculated in the stomach Migrating motor complexes During interdigestive phase, antrum of the stomach remains silent for about 75 to 90 minutes after which a burst of electrical and motor activities occur. This causes intestine-antral contraction with the relaxation of pylorus. Therefore, the remaining gastric content is emptied into the duodenum. It helps in the uh, cleaning the stomach and intestine. Reverse peristalsis. Sometimes in abnormal situations peristalsis occur in reverse direction uh, which starts in the lower part of the body and proceeds towards the esophagus. The lower and upper esophageal sphincter relax so that gastric content is forced out of the esophagus and oral cavity. So this results in omitting. Gastric emitting is the process by which the content of the stomach is emptied into the duodenum. Usually it occurs at slow but controlled rate so that duodenum uh, and, uh, and je- jejunum receives at the chyme at the constant rate. Mechanism When food enters the stomach, stomach relaxes due to receptive and adaptive relaxation. Later, after about half an hour, slowly gastric motility begins. Gastric emptying occurs by three mechanisms. One is peristaltic contraction anteral contraction and retropulsion. Peristaltic contraction The peristaltic contraction usually begins in the middle of the stomach and proceeds in a ring-like fashion towards pylorus. These contractions mainly push food uh, into anteral part of the stomach. Velocity and magnitude of contraction increase as the contractile waves approach pylorus. As the contractions are weak in the fundus and the body of the stomach the proximal portion of the stomach mainly serves as a reservoir function therefore usually proper mixing of food with gastric secretion does not occur in these parts of the stomach. Major amount of mixing takes place in the antrum as the antrum contracts vigorously. Antral contraction helps in thorough mixing of food with the gastric juice. The forceful, forceful contraction of antrum forces gastric contents towards pylorus. But as the pyloric sphincter remains closed peristaltic wave fails to push food into duodenum rather food returns back into the uh, body of the stomach. After few such contraction, pylorus opens partially with narrow opening at the center. Therefore stomach empties in a small squid with the each peristaltic wave. Retropulsion occurs in the terminal part of the antrum uh, where, when rapid and forceful contraction that forces the chyme to be propelled back uh, to the proximal part of antrum and body of the stomach. So retropulsion is very effective in mixing and grinding of the larger food particles into smaller ones. Okay. So this is these are the mechanisms showing uh, the gastric emptying, peristaltic contraction, antral contraction, retropulsion and antral pump. As the muscle layers in the fundus uh, and body are thin, the contraction in these parts of the stomach are weak. Therefore, gastric content in the body uh, of stomach settles into different layers based on the density. Fat content of the food forms oily layer on the top of the gastric contents. So this is why fat is emptied slower than the carbohydrate and protein. Liquid portion of the uh, food flow around the mass and enter the antrum and from there into the duodenum therefore liquid is emptied emptied faster than the solid regulation of gastric emptying gastric emptying is regulated by both neural and hormonal mechanism acid in the duodenum which uh, with a decrease in the ph of the duodenal content the rate of gastric emptying decreases this response is mediated by both neural and hormonal mechanisms the acidic in the duodenum releases secretin that decreases gastric emptying by inhibiting contraction of antrum and by stimulating the contraction of pyloric sphincter. Products of digestion Products of fat digestion like fatty acids and also some of the fat molecules in the duodenal content inhibit gastric emptying. This response is mediated by CCK and GIP. CCK is secreted from duodenum and jejunum in response to fatty acids and it inhibits gastric emptying. GIP which is released in response to fatty acid and also inhibits gastric emptying. Osmolality of the duodenal contents. The chyme entering into duodenum has a higher osmolality. The osmoreceptors in the mucosa of duodenum and jejunum that detect change in the osmolality of the duodenal content. The hypertonic solution in the duodenum release hormones that inhibit the rate of gastric emptying. The products of protein digestion. Presence of peptides and amino acids in the duodenum release gastrin from G cells located in the duodenum. Gastrin increase antral contraction but at the same time also causes constriction of the pyloric sphincter. Therefore, the net effect is decreased uh, rate of gastric emptying. The product of protein digestion also release CCK and GIP from duodenum and jejunum that inhibit gastric emptying volume of the meal whenever the large amount of food is taken in a meal the time taken for gastric emptying prolongs however if the volume is mainly due to the liquid then emptying is faster stretching of the duodenum entry of the chyme into the duodenum stretches the wall of the duodenum so this initiates entrogastric uh, reflex that inhibits gastric emptying Introgastric reflex is also activated by acid in duodenum. Neural factors Vagal stimulation promotes gastric emptying therefore vagotomy reduces or produces gastric stasis. Consequently, whenever vagotomy is performed for the treatment of peptic ulcer usually a drainage procedure like pyloroplasty or gastrojejunostomy is also performed. ensure the proper passage of food from the stomach into duodenum. Sympathetic stimulation inhibit gastric emptying. Hormonal factors like most of the hormones liberated from the duodenum and jejunum, like CCK, GIP, secretin etc inhibit gastric emptying. Coming to some of the applied aspects dysfunctions of gastric emptying that is in, in case of delayed gastric emptying the gastric emptying is delayed in autonomic uh, neuropathy. Paralysis of propulsive movements occur following vagotomy which is called as gastroparesis. Hypertrophic pyloric stenosis can cause gastric stasis. Rapid gastric emptying Normally vagus stimulation promotes gastric emptying, therefore states of increased vagal activity increase gastric emptying. Conversely, sympathetic stimulation inhibits emptying. Therefore, loss of appetite is a feature of uh, stress, a state like uh, sympathetic overactivity. Hormones like uh, thyroxin stimulate gastric emptying and intestinal motility. Increased liquid content of the food increases gastric emptying. Omitting It is the expulsion of the gastrointestinal contents from GIT to the external environment via mouth. Associated features usually, I mean, it is usually preceded by feeling of nausea, tachycardia, sweating, pallor, dizziness, and dilatation of the pupils. It is associated with retching that forces the contents from stomach into the esophagus. What are the stimulus? Omitting is a reflex phenomenon, uh, the center for which is located in the medulla. The receptors present mainly in the part of the body provide inputs to the omitting center in the brain sen- stem. Omitting center is present in reticular formation of the medulla and consists of various scattered groups of neurons that control different aspects of omitting. Vestibular nuclei mediate om- omitting in response to motion sickness. Pharyngeal stimulation induces omitting by activating nucleus tractus solitarius. Area postrema mediate omitting activated by drugs and hormones. Omitting activated by <coughs> emotion is influenced by limbic and uh, diencephalic inputs. The important stimuli that activate these afferent fi- fibers are distension of stomach, tickling the back of the throat, painful injury uh, of the genitourinary tract, conditions associated with dizziness and nausea, many chemicals or drugs that can elicit uh, that can elicit vomiting. The drugs that induce Omitting are called as emetics. The common emetics are apomorphin, Ipecac, etc. These chemicals stimulate the uh, receptors that are present in the CTZ that is chemoreceptor trigger zone located in the area prosthema, a v-shaped band of tissue on the lateral wall of the fourth ventricle. Many anti-emetics prevent omitting by inhibiting CTZ. So there are 5-HT3 that is serotonin and D2 receptor in area prostrema. Serotonin stimulates uh, through the 5-HT3 receptors and wooden 5-HT3 receptor antagonist is an uh, antiemetic. Chlorpromosin is a uh, D2 receptor antagonist and uh, haloperidol also uh, used as effective antiemetic. Corticosteroids, cannabinoids, benzodiazepines are useful Antiemetics for chemotherapy-induced vomiting. This is of reverse peristalsis that starts from middle of the jejunum. This sweeps the content of intestine and duodenum into stomach. Second, relaxation of the pyloric sphincter that allows the intestinal content to enter the stomach. Third, forced inspiration occurs against the closed glottis. Lowering the lowering of the diaphragm increases the intra-abdominal pressure. This is followed by the vigorous contraction of the abdominal muscles thus intra-abdominal pressure sharply increases uh, which uh, forces the gastric content to enter the esophagus. Relaxation of the lower esophageal sphincter allows the gastric content to enter into the esophagus. Normally the upper esophageal sphincter remains closed and uh, prevents regurgitation of foot into pharynx. With a stronger retching and sharp rise in intra-abdominal pressure, the upper esophageal sphincter relaxes which allows chyme to enter the pharynx and then from there into the mouth. Entry of uh, omitus into trachea is prevented by central movement of the vocal cords, closure of the glottis and inhibition of respiration. So this is showing the mechanism of uh, omitting reflex. So visually, uh, visual inputs, lumbic inputs, cortical inputs, vestibular inputs, they uh, they trigger the chemoreceptor uh, trigger zone uh, that leads to omitting. Otherwise, the touch receptors in the throat and pharynx and the input from the stomach and the intestine because of the gastric distension and chemical stimulation can stimulate uh, omitting center. Okay. So, from the omitting center, the difference goes to the upper GIT that is 7th, 9th, 10th and 12th cranial nerves and the spinal nerves uh, to the respiratory and the abdominal muscles So, which leads to expulsion of the gastric contents to the exterior so which is called as omitting. Dumping syndrome. This is a distressing syndrome consisting of mainly weakness, dizziness uh, and sweating that develop in about 2 hours after meal in person who have uh, undergone gastrectomy or gastrojejunostomy so this occurs because of two causes one is hypoglycemia rapid entry of food into intestine causes quick absorption of glucose from intestine and produces prompt hyperglycemia in which in turn increases insulin secretion insulin produces hypoglycemia that produces weakness dizziness and sweating Second cause is hypovolemia. The speedy entry of a hypotonic meal from esophagus directly into intestine produces high osmotic load on intestine that transfers water from blood into the gut. So this produces hypovolemia, dehydration, and uh, hypotension that leads to weakness and dizziness and sweating. So this is in brief about the gastric mo- mobility and uh, gastric motility, and some of the applied aspects related. To it. Thank you.